from here wrong, there wrong. I'm listening to here wrong, from here wrong. I'm listening to here wrong. Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking facts up under pressure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still gotta keep the world together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who gon' do it like, like us? Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking facts up under pressure, yeah. Hello, hello, and thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Robertson, alongside my soundman extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And we up in the house for episode 104. Yeah, yeah welcome back. Time to wrap up season four. This is going to be the finale. Dang, dude, 104 yeah, episodes. Yeah, man. So we're going to kick off season five. Got, got a couple new things planned. I think I might actually have the soundboard situation nice, uh, nice. Uh, set up, so... Yeah, next episode we're gonna have some fun for sure. We're gonna be doing the um, the uh, 2020 wrap up. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? We'll talk definitely. about all of the <laughs> top ten. Well, I don't think I want to do top tens of shit, but I'll do like top fives of, of, of shit. You know, movies slash shows, music. Uh, you know, important events, shit like that. Major changes. Do do a top top five of what I. Uh, predictions, all that good shit. So, yeah, man, we'll have some fun with that. But, uh, yeah, man, it was a fucking dead news week this week, That's which is, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no news is good news in an environment where things are going pretty decently. You know what I mean? But there's just so many things that need that people are looking for information on. That like the silence probably caused more anxiety than uh, than it assuaged. If you give a shit, if you know what I mean, because honestly, a lot of the shit that people are waiting like to hear from, in terms of like congressional uh, uh, stimulus packages and COVID vaccines and all of those kind of random things, eh, wait on them if you want, but you're probably better off just ignoring them because. <laughs> If you're expecting relief from Congress, then I think you're I think you're barking up the wrong tree. And when it comes to this COVID thing, let me tell you, these vaccinations, I have no idea like the efficacy of them, nor do I know like what's gonna be happening with these new these new strains. So I don't know, but it was relatively dead news uh news wise and in terms of all of that, I hope everyone had a ho- happy holiday at very least yeah. before I get off on the wrong foot. You Definitely know what I mean? I hope everybody's Christmas was dope. Yeah, man. Because as I said, I really don't particularly care about the the uh, ideology of Christmas. But as a holidays, as a point of time to, to gather and appreciate people and friends is really important to me, you know, and I definitely want to, you know, shoot you some appreciation, Rico, because you definitely, you know, have, have been a, a very important and influential part of my life, you know, for sure, and for making sure. a lot of shit Likewise. happen. So definitely appreciate you. And, um, you know, and, and, and honestly, a lot of people showed me appreciation, which is kind of what brought that to, to, to mind, you know, because uh, a lot of times, you know, because, you know, I tend to be relatively dogmatic in my relationships, you know, you don't realize that. The people who decide to be around you do so because they appreciate that from you. And and in the end, you know, the people who love you and fuck with you, they're going to do so as long as they know that your intentions are genuine and true. And so, yeah, I, I had a, a really good um, 
a really good time of that this this holiday season. So yeah, man, you ain't going see me bowing down to no yule yule logs but <laughs> i definitely will show some solidarity with family and friends for sure absolutely yeah man yeah <clears throat> uh, we finally uh got got some of that merch got that merch going yeah yes yeah, that time that so was pretty um, exciting that was that it was, was it was awesome was to fun. see that carolina loved her t-shirt she was and that it was so funny because she i i was definitely surprised at how much she loved the shirt and 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 she got the right one too, because that was the, uh, the image of the that was the version of the image that she liked the awesome. most. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, dude, that was she was super appreciative of that. But um, yeah, definitely get in contact with us. We have we have uh, merch for friends of the shows and uh, and uh, longtime listeners. Yeah. You know, I think I have um, I think I have four men's left and I either three or four women's shirts left. I think that's how many I have that have not been spoken for. So hit us up on the social media. I, I want to be coming on next episode and talking about how they're all gone. So, <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, so in the absence of any real news, I was watching a whole lot of stuff, and uh, boy, it was a terrible ride, man. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm 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 spend the next, you know. <laughs> Significant amount of time trashing. It can't be worse than jujitsu. Oh my god, yes, it can be. Oh, you don't even know, my okay. nigga. Oh, you don't even know. Okay. So here, we'll let you start out. Did you did you watch anything, or have you been on no, anything? Like? I've I've been um. There was a Christmas Steam sale, so I got a couple um RPGs from some independent gamer from some independent studios. Um, I, I tried out. You're all independent uh, gamers. No, nobody supports. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> I tried out Pillars of Eternity one and Pillars of Eternity two. Unfortunately, um, I I couldn't really get into Pillars of Eternity one because there were some mechanics that there. I just wasn't jiving with the mechanics. It's not really mm. like too much of a shot at the game, but as pretty much I expected for usually games like this that are so community um sourced like all the problems that I had with it from one were addressed in two nice so I've been playing the shit out of Pillars of Eternity 2 that's been good I also tried um Fail Seal Arbiter's Mark which is another game from another independent studio that I played on Steam and that was pretty dope that one's like a spiritual successor to Final Fantasy Tactics so I had a lot of fun Ooh. with that, just like getting classes. I love anything that says that, yo. Anything right. that says I'm a spiritual successor to Final Fantasy Tactics, yeah. I like. I'm on it. And it is a very accurate description too, because it's like the game is really short as far as the story itself. But uh-huh. I spent just like a grip of time, just just like making my characters badasses, because they have a lot of really dope classes. I think, I, I think there's like probably around twenty classes. Mm total that's for a you significant diversity yeah and it's it was pretty fun so I, I was mostly playing um games for this weekend so i didn't get to watch too much stuff that's I've what's up waiting on bated breath for one piece episode one, i mean issue 1000 it's supposed to drop any day now and i'm, uh, any day I'm so now. excited about that <laughs> that's awesome yeah man and um speaking of video games i gotta get into crystal chronicles I got that on the Switch. Nice. So I ex- when I get a significant amount of play on that, I'll probably like do some talking on that. Just in terms of gameplay, talking about remasters, what I like about these kind of multiplayer elements, things like that. Um, and one game that I that I've been hearing more and more and more about, and I'm the the hype for me individually has been getting kind of fever pitch. So I'm probably going to try to get it soon. And that's Yakuza Four. 
It's a it's a JRPG though. That's what I heard. That's the one. That's the our JRPG. I heard that there was one that was and that shit is tickling because. I'm kind of finding now more yeah, and more I'm starting to enjoy video games in the more um, realistic uh, um, um, settings. Mm-hmm. And so, but I still love my old school JRPG mechanics and this is that. <laughs> and so I'm like, wait a second. And it's been getting accolades and I'm like, wait a second. Am I doing myself a disservice at this point by not, you know what I mean? Okay, I'm Getting into it. Out. But yeah, it's a, it, it's, I can't Shout wait. Shout out to Jesse. He's the one that put me on the Yakuza way back in the day. Yeah, but I couldn't play... I can't play the other Yakuza games. I, this they, one they is in particular. Di- it's such a different game, man. It's the only yeah. game I've ever played that was like that, where you had like the, um, uh, uh, the social aspect, as well as like the fighting aspect and mm-hmm. the maintaining your your position in the, in the, in the Yakuza and shit. It's... it's yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. But... I'm super excited for that JRPG term. Yeah, so I want to get that. Um, I'm. I want to see what the. I like to. I still try like to uh, cop my physicals. So I want to see if I can get a physical copy. But if not, then I'll just um, probably find a get it on the uh, PlayStation Store. But <clears throat> I still. I forgot to look up whether it has a Switch um, uh, version because if it does, I might cop it on the Switch. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check Steam for that. But um. So yeah, I. I there's so much shit. Like and I'm not gonna get to none of it. Like I'm still reading. <laughs> I, I I got two books in queue right now that I'm reading. I still haven't finished the Jim Carrey book. Um, I got another um book called Farima that I want to read. It's a nice. it's a sci-fi, um, Afrofuturist sci-fi novel. Um, and so yeah, like you know, there's I have so many things in queue that I I doubt I'm gonna get to very much of any of it. Um, just because like I only get like you know I I, I have to split my attention too much right, and right. if i'm playing a console or if i'm reading splitting my attention is not what i want to do so it's very rare it the immersion know. yeah you know what i mean which is why mobile gaming has become such a, a big thing for me but i can't wait for the, that to take the back burner i'm ready <laughs> to get rid of that fucking game game style get out um, of the cycle yeah ugh, it's the worst it's the worst especially as as a purely free-to-play now like yeah not as fun but yeah Let's go ahead and get into some of the shit that I was watching. Cause it, well, not all of it was shit. Cause I'm not going to put Black Jesus season three into that. But <laughs> Black um, Jesus? God, the, the other two things that I watched that I want to comment on were just fucking terrible bad. They, uh, they were big bad and very not good. Um, and so yeah, uh, Black. I, so and one of the, the many reasons why I love Carolina is that she she likes to watch Christmas uh, themed stuff. And so her compromise with me was that we got to watch Black Jesus on Christmas. So we watched season three of that. And that that's going to be my... Since the season. When, when she's like, yo, you want to watch Christmas movies? I'm like, yo, we put on some Black Jesus. That's going to be my <laughs> new thing. But um, no... He's the reason for the season, man. He is. And there, there was actually, it actually has a Christmas episode to throw on. So, you know what oh, I mean? I did watch... A, speaking of Christmas episodes, I watched a couple cartoons. I watched... Um, the Agents of Smash Christmas episode, as well as the Spider-Man Christmas episode. I like the Spider-Man Christmas episode better. That one was funnier because it featured, uh, it's called, the I think it was the Moon Knight before Christmas. And it features Moon Knight, which I've never seen him animated before. It's my first time I've mm-hmm. seen Moon Knight in fucking animated form. With the, and, the dude with the cloak? Yeah. The silver cloak. And he has like... Um, <laughs> oh, the black and white cloak. He has multiple personalities. Yeah. And he thinks the moon is speaking to him. 
And he's voiced by Diedrich Bader, who's um he also did uh Batman and Batman the Brave and the Bold. Also, mm-hmm. if you're familiar with Office Space, he's the weird friend that used to come into their room all the time. But anyway, uh it was really, really funny. Uh because it was just someone tricked Spider Man into getting into the Sanctum Santorum and it was Moon Moon Knight antics. And it was a it was actually a pretty pretty fun episode. I didn't like the Ages of Smash one. That one was a little corny. It was like they had they wished upon a star and they got transported to a world where all their dreams came true, but it's really just the collector and it was a crossover between them and the guardians. Mm. I mean it was cool, but yeah, I didn't like this one. That's what's up. But yeah, no, Black Jesus season three. It it oh man. So in season three, at least for the first half, and throughout the majority of it, it it was very heavy on the miracles. Because you remember earlier in the in the series, like the miracles were very sparing and they were always in service of when Jesus is trying to do God's work. Okay. So I guess part of the underlying theme is is that Jesus has been getting lax with it. Using <laughs> just be forming miracles. Back pocket for the, miracles. You know what I mean? And so uh that's a that's a very strong uh undercurrent. Unfortunately, fish, um Maggie and uh and and Dre uh, and Trayvon don't come back, so they they refocus the the show more around Booney and Shalinka, okay. which it's fucking hilarious because Shalinka evidently like she's like her character develops into like the adult voice in the room, even though she's still ratchet as shit, but she's very <laughs> typically the one who's advocating for like yo what are y'all doing yo y'all not you're not acting like Jesus right now. And, she, and you know she has no qualms whatsoever with voicing that opinion directly to Jesus's face in the moment in front of everybody in the loudest way she can. Like that shit is hilarious. Yeah, I, I really uh, actually grew to like Shalinka's character a lot. Like she really held it down this this season. Um, but yeah, it, in the first half, um, it was very heavy on the 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 antics of the gunplay and the miracles, which I thought was a little bit over the top. For, so that because there was a underlying um storyline where Miss Tootie was beefing with some yoga bitches and um <laughs> for turf uh where Booney was selling weed and so Jesus is dealing with that on the streets and it's you know it, it's a lot of it's it, it's very slapstick more so I than I would say the the prior two seasons um and I don't know if that's a direction that he intentionally went or if that was something that he was trying something new, or Aaron Recruiter, I'm speaking of. But um, it, it, about halfway through the season, it gets a little bit, not more, I wouldn't say more serious, but the storyline kind of solidifies a little bit more into something where um, they're trying to get Jesus to do a, a reality TV show. And, and yeah, the, <laughs> the, the, the appropriate hilarity ensues. But um, What was the name? Did they have a, 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 a name for the reality show? Oh, what was it? I don't remember what it was. It was it was it was um it was themed after he he's got a house full of sinners he's trying to to reform. And so, <laughs> That's actually a pretty good reality TV yeah, show. Yeah, based on actually. Jesus, I'm with that. Yeah, and it's funny because one of the one of the characters was uh, Shalinka's uh, cousin. And for some reason, there has a running joke about her breast being lopsided because she has very large, obviously fake breasts. And they're they're very lopsided. 
Gotta get the disc out, man. <laughs> and at one point, she's like, listen, with me, you get both. You get the joys of the big and the small. I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Covering uh, all bases. Uh, uh, all things small and great, the James Herodot novel. That's, That's funny. funny. Yeah, man. Fucking. Yeah, that it it picks up, I would say, mid-season. Um, and and I, I really did end up liking the uh, the refocusing on on Shalinka's character. I didn't like how Miss Tootie just, man, she went, she just descended into ratchetness, man. <laughs> that shit was terrible, man. She became completely, uh, you know, uh, obsessed with, with trying to be a, a hood entrepreneur running these streets. And she consistently has a stupid golden gun with her. It's, it's a big travesty. <laughs> um, and I didn't really, she was probably, those were like my least favorite storylines. Um, of course, rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. Um, and he John was not, Witherspoon. And, well, John Witherspoon was alive for this season, but rest in peace to John Witherspoon as well because he won't be in season four. Did we we talked about a season four getting produced. Mm-hmm. No, I believe so. Oh man, I thought I heard that somewhere. Completely could have made it up in my head though. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, he was around for season three. But uh, if if ever they do get into a production for season four. He will not be available, which sucks, man, because Lloyd's character is pivotal. Um, there's a new storyline with uh, the new guy who does the uh, security for the complex that Fish used to live at that Lloyd is now managing. And uh, his name is Ambro. And he's like an ultra militant, uh, like libertarian. But um, yeah, he, he's crazy. They're like, he's literally crazy. At one point, he becomes a massive vigilante and they convince him that, uh, that Jesus is actually uh Superman. That's, and he's not committing <laughs> miracles. He's actually an alien. And he was, it was actually easier to convince yeah. him that he was an alien and that he could, uh, he could bestow on him technology to make him able to do the miracles as well. than it would be to get him to think that he was actually Jesus. I mean, Depending on who you're talking to, that might that yeah, I can see that. Yeah, no, the tropes are always spot on. Yeah, the tropes are consistently spot on. But um, yeah, it's funny. There's a running miracle that every time there's this gunplay goes down, no matter who's getting shot at, Booney gets hit. (laughs) (laughs) So Jesus has to use like mad miracles to save Booney because he keeps getting hit for no reason. Bullet magnet, yo, that's the worst. Can you imagine? Worst superpower ever. Can you For imagine real? if after the 21st, you came back and your superpower is to be like magnetic, but only to the alloys that we make bullets out of? Like, <laughs> That's wow. That's funny. I was just watching Snatch the other day, and that reminds me of Bor- Boris the Bullet Dodger. It's like the opposite power <laughs> of Boris the Bullet Dodger. <laughs> I am Boris the Bullet Catcher. I get filled with holes, but I'm very bullet resistant. Yeah, dude, I hope that you have something to counteract that, man. Like ultra fast <laughs> healing, something. You know what I mean? Like that's nice, right? Hard Luke Cage skin something. Uh, Can't just attract bullets and that's it, bro. You need you need something the, else with that. That's the wrong kind of gravity power, bro. Like I do not want the gravity power that attracts everything to me. I want the, the repulsive one. Like, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so um, that was Black Jesus season three. That wasn't. That wasn't. It wasn't as good as the prior two seasons. Um, at least it, at least by the end of it though, I was satisfied. Okay. Like it wrapped the season, you know what I mean. It didn't fall completely flat, you know. Uh, and, and it had it has its laughs. If you know what I mean. 
Yeah, I tend to. I, I I'm the same way. I I rate um any anything that I watch, I rate it a lot. Even if I didn't enjoy the entire ride, if I walk away leaving satisfied at the end of it, then I'd be like, all right, you pass. All right. Well, let's talk about two failures. Um, <laughs> firstly, Carolina got well. She watched this this one uh, episode of the show called The Flight Attendant. It's okay. a series, eight episodes on HBO Max. And I'm just gonna go ahead and start this this uh, review off with a hot take that um I think that Kaylee Kuko is just a bad actress. Okay, I've, I've, never, I've never seen her seen in anything her in, good. Um, I I know she's a good voice actress. I've heard her in um. And I'll give uh, her all uh, that. Actually, uh, I think she must be uh, a much better uh, voice Harley actress, Quinn, and she's amazing in that. As a voice actress, I give her. I I'll, I'll give that to her. I won't because I can imagine so. But as a uh as an like a an on-screen actress, the only she doesn't bring anything to the roles. Her performances, like, because her standout role, Big Bang Theory, mm-hmm. she's pretty much playing a bad actress. She's mm-hmm. not acting there. That's just she. You know, she just fits that role. She literally is the trope. You know what I mean? She's not acting. She's just going there and reading this you know her lines in the context of the scene like it doesn't it's not requiring her to get outside of herself and act like someone else okay and beyond that i haven't seen her in something good now anyway that's all to say i watched the flight attendant and let me tell you how much of of a terrible fucking show this was <laughs> like First of all, seventy five percent of this sh- uh, this show was completely centered around her alcoholism, and that's not even to mention the flashbacks. I'm talking about just actively watching her drink. Like it's ridiculous the amount of on screen drinking that this fucking woman does, and I can't imagine if they wrote it in there, or if they direct or what. But whoever whoever said like whoever let the director do that because that's i blame the director for that (laughs) at some point someone had had to to say been written in there because because you have to keep track of it and beyond that he's watching it you know what i mean like but he's watching it and at some point you got to say this it just looks bad like even carolina was just like i'm so tired of watching her drink alcohol like (laughs) that's how prevalent it was like it was absurd the amount of times that you're just sitting there watching her with a bottle to her mouth like it literally took up minutes worth of time I don't know if you've ever watched someone drink something for minutes, but it's monotonous and it's fucking not entertaining. And, and, and as an actress, you got to be aware of yourself enough. You have to be watching yourself you know, enough to, to notice like maybe I'm doing something that I don't know if this is it. I don't know if this behavior, this maneuver that I'm, that I'm performing is, is, is really, it looks, it's, it's, it's terrible. And then, there's so many different shoehorned storylines into this show that I couldn't even begin to tell you. Like one of the of the uh, of the flight attendants is a CIA agent. The other flight attendant is a is a North Korean sleeper agent. She ends plausible. up very plausible mixed up in the middle of 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 an international money laundering scheme. And it's just and like they all end up what? on the same plane at the same time on the of same course. flight. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. It's just so ridiculous. And there's no payoff. And it's so weird. Like, oh man, there's so many points that like it there was so many setups for action scenes that didn't have any action in them. I was so frustrated. 
Because they have assassins and they have people who are murdering people, like actively murdering people during the show, like in the scenes. But can you imagine people dying and there's zero action in the show? Like, it's weird. Like, you're you're watching a scene where someone's being murdered and there's no action. You, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm sure maybe that happens a lot in real life. But just in movies, when that happens, it's a, such a clear, like, it's just not a normal scene setup. Like, it's really jaunting. Right. There's a disconnect. There's a huge disconnect. And so there's a lot of scenes like that. And it's just like, why? Why? And then the all of the uh the the random um turns, like the you know, the thing, you know, I don't even know what you would call them, but the plot devices that they're using mm-hmm. were completely just random altogether, just totally shoehorned in. Like it was really, really poorly put together. Like, I don't know. Who did this? But that sucks. It had a lot of good actors in it. It had Rosie Perez. Um, it had uh, oh man, the tall, lanky dude with dark hair. He's played in a lot of things. He played the first season of Game of Thrones. He was one of Daenerys's um mercenaries. Uh, Daenerys. Uh, no, what was his name? I can't remember. He was in Treme. He's in a lot of stuff. But anyway. He was in it. He did a great performance. It's just nothing came together in that 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 show like whatsoever. And it and and I knew it I knew it was bad when Carolina was like, nah, there was no payoff. I was like, ooh. <laughs> Cause she would have accepted a lot, I think. I think she would have taken a lot. Second guy. Oh, um, Michael Huisman. Yeah. But Oh um, yeah, he was um he was the dude that got Dario. replaced. Dario, I think his name was. Yeah, he got replaced by fucking Square Jaw, buddy. Yeah, who then promptly died. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's actually what happened. I just thought that was funny. Um, nah, it's Grind is still alive and kicking and doing movies and shit. But um, yeah, it's just gosh, it was so poorly put together. And the thing is, is that it was a good story. Like the overarching, that was the part that was so frustrating. Oh, and then there was these detectives that were on the case. Yo, this this is this is a lot right now. I'm telling you, this is a lot right I'm now. I'm telling you, where did the detectives no, come from? The, the detectives, spies from South Korea. I'm trying to tell you, my nigga, <laughs> it was so much, and I haven't even started to put the pieces together into oh, the storyline for really you. That's really funny. It was it was way too much and way too Yo, little. This pitch meeting is getting out of control right Bro, now. I think you need to shave back some they, of these dude, topics. Oh my goodness! And then they took. They took a one episode flashback and stretched it out over five episodes. No. And it was so no, no, excruciating. No. They took a one episode flashback and stretched it over five episodes of an eight episode series. Oh, it was so bad. Yeah, I'd have been out by episode three for sure. Oh, well, no, nah, I mean, I was. Listen, I'll, I can sit through a lot sitting next to Carolina, yeah. And she was <laughs> dedicated fair. to to figure to getting to the end. And I was like, I don't think there's going to be a payoff. <laughs> no, because by episode three, I saw, I realized like, oh no, her performance is not carrying anything. He's like, this is going nowhere really fast. And oh my goodness! And then her brother. That's what I'm saying. And then there's a whole uh, storyline where she's got a you know a a, a love hate relationship with her brother because her father was an alcoholic and he started drinking with her when she was like eight years old. And so she grew up just being a drunk and surly bitch to her brother. (laughs) And the thing is, is that 
She has this crazy disassociative thing where she just rearranges memories in in her head. And she's like, no, I was nice to him. He was just being like, you were just being really soft about it. And it was like, no, (laughs) actually, your dad punched him in the face when he was like 10. Yeah. And he was a grown man. You know what I mean? Like. That nigga punched him in the face, and then he was scared of him. Yo, he's That's, trying to toughen his job, man. He's trying to help you against the bullies. Yeah, so it's just like it was. It was completely ridiculous. But then again, there's the, and then there's that storyline. Okay, so she goes. So the the whole setup for the show is that she flies to Bangkok. On the way there, she meets a rich guy. Um, she he asks her on a date. She ends up meeting up with him. They sleep together. She wakes up next to a dead body. That's the whole premise of the show. And then all of these things happen. And then there's her lawyer. Her friend is a lawyer who's trying to help her get through it, who she is just woefully not, not, not following any of her advice. Um, you know, yeah. and she's, and, and the worst part is she doesn't sober up until the last episode. Yeah. And so the, and like literally it's, it's all her. And it, and then there's this thing where she gets these flashes of the, of the guy who, who died in the beginning. But they're like these visceral, like she's in the room with him and like it takes her away from all reality. And I'm just like, who remembers (laughs) things like that? Like who remembers, who remembers things so deeply in the middle of a stressful situation that you can disassociate completely from reality and be in a completely other place? Like that shit is like weird. You just haven't had enough shots yet, Curry. I mean, no, give me enough shots and I can see that. But my thing is, is that she... If she was able, to, if she was actually drinking that much, she'd be dead. She would have been dead, been been dead, like been long dead, or at least non-functional enough to get on that plane. Oh my goodness! And then yeah, and, then, and on top of that, she was supposedly functional. Like she, she drank so much that she would have it would be coming out of her pores. I can imagine. Like, like I don't know. I've known some people who were alcoholics like that, and there's just no hiding it when you drink that much. Yep. There's literally no hiding it. You exude. The essence of the ether. <laughs> I feel me. And so, yeah, it was just really, really terribly done. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't. But I stuck it through. Um, I didn't enjoy it at all. Uh, and so, I just, uh, I definitely, definitely would not recommend the the flight attendant. Um, unless you're in the most dire of situations. Um, because it is well produced and there are good performances it's just a bad show because the main purse it was on kaylee to carry that like she could have she i it was her performance like at some point someone needs to stop and say like this performance is literally ruining the movie or or the show like her performance was literally ruining the show i don't know man people like that shit dude the flight attendant was bad bad i'm not disputing that i'm always saying this people fuck with it Oh, well, 84% of people like this show, 7.2. Oh, but the 84% TV. of people are stupid as well. <laughs> the 8% I mean, of people are on Yeah, that, <laughs> dude, that shit is bad, bad. Like, I, 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 would, I want you to watch it just so that you can see how disparate oh, I do that is. Thing. Because that's, bro, that storyline had so many loose, un, unanswered questions and... And just complete non sequiturs. Rosie Perez's character, after they find out she's a North Korean spy, fucking just flees and leaves her family. It's like Wait, Rosie Perez is yeah, the North Korean that's what spy. I'm, that's what I'm trying to tell you, my nigga. This shit is wild. This shit is wild. <laughs> Yo, I love this. That's dope. I mean, it was the executive producer. It's so of it bad. Is uh, Greg Berlanti, who's 
who is responsible for the CW like uh, superhero verse. Oh, the winner. That's terrible. And that's terrible. Get the fuck out of my face, yo. I can't believe. I'm sorry. I'm just so mad that you told me that it got good reviews because I that is definitively bad. And it's rare that both me and Carolina agree that something's bad. Either I think it's good and she thinks it's bad. Either she thinks it's good and I think it's bad or we both like it. But very rarely do we both say, oh, that was bad, bad. And That's we funny. both con- came to the consensus, oh, that was not a good show. And she did that independently of me. She told me it was bad. And so, yeah, nah, B. That's pretty funny. That's what I'm saying. I can't believe you told me that shit got good <laughs> ratings. That's <Yeah>. so upsetting. <laughs> so upsetting. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it was Rotten Tomatoes. You know, and it's 98%. That's 98% is sort of like a bullshit rating. It's very rare. It, it sounds like a bot gets. army guy. Like clearly, Kuko's yeah. online. It's very. I'm pretty sure she has a very, very staunch online. Get 98 on Rotten Tomatoes, bro. That's I'm, funny though. Like, Sometimes. I don't know, man. She, I, 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 I much prefer her as a voice actress because her, her, her on screen performance is just lackluster. It was so, so like. And I don't know, I and I and I don't think it's all her fault. I do think it was a lot of the director. <laughs> nah, because somebody would, because maybe she doesn't have the skill of being able to to you know objectify herself and and kind of visualize her performance or just watch herself on screen and be objective about what she's doing. But the director watched that shit and didn't stop and say, "Yo, this shit is not coming together in an, in a pleasing and entertaining fashion." You are incorrect, Creed. The director looked at it and said, this is exactly what I wanted. Keep going and give me eight more episodes. There's no way there, there, that shit was accidental for eight episodes, bro. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> it's what they wanted. You just didn't like it, which which happens, too. That's but it wasn't just me, man. And it was just that's, so... That's fair. I mean, not everything yeah. is going to like it. You know what I mean? You're not, you don't have to like everything. Uh, no, no, I'm not saying that. I'm I mean, not saying that. It's cool. But it was, it was like... And it's not even just... That's what I'm saying. Like, if it was, I could under, I could definitely differentiate between when something just is is poorly manufactured and when I just don't like what was given to me. And that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot. I wanted it to be good. I I actively at one point was just like, all right, cool. I'm just gonna stay open minded to it. But th- it was really there was something not it, it, the parts didn't come together for me. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but see, and also, they, they didn't, like, they there, there were so many questions at the end. So it's not like, you know, I I just didn't like how they resolved it. Because that, that would be like an opinion. But if, like, they, they, they establish a storyline, and then, then the character just doesn't appear anymore, I, I kind of feel like that's mechanically not put together properly. I mean, that's the reason why you don't like it. But it's fine that you don't either way. No, no, no. I'm asking, like, <laughs> is that a thing? Like, because I'm pretty sure, like, they, they, there's the art of storytelling. Like, they tell you don't introduce characters that are superfluous and things like that unless you're doing it intentionally. Uh, like, there's, there's, there's no rules to this fast. shit. There is. But the thing with the rules is you can throw them out as long as it yeah, works. True. It's, 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 it's art. Yeah. As long as, as long as it works, there are no rules. But yes, yeah, there, they, there are four that you didn't can work. follow. <laughs> and sometimes it bees like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to like everything. That's why they but, make um, so much stuff for you to watch. That that definitely left a very sour taste in my mouth. And then comes fucking Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, nice. You saw that. How was that? Oh, it, that was bad. What, what was wrong with it? Okay. 
So there was a lot wrong with it. <laughs> now, part of it could be that it would its target demographic was absolutely 13-year-old girls. That's a big part of it. You have to that It absolutely was 13-year-old girls. Feel me? And I definitely shouldn't get it. Without a yet. doubt, my G. Um, and so that I will give it some 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 leeway for. But in terms of the action scenes mm-hmm. were lackluster. They did the okay. That's fair. They were pretty lackluster. <laughs> okay, wait, well, you remember when you remember when when Aquaman jumped out of a plane and was like hopping <laughs> from shit in the air? Yeah. You and remember? he rode a, a he wrote a what you would call it a, a parademon to the floor. Yeah, even you though it like, didn't make it in the final cut of the movie. You mean, oh man, I didn't. Nah, I didn't actually was watch the movie. That shit was in the previews, but it wasn't. Oh, the, the but okay. Part. So and you remember how over the top that was? Oh like, yeah, yeah, how yeah, the yeah. Fuck? That shit was Why? baller. That shit was baller. At one point, th- there's a convoy of military vehicles speeding down the road. Mm-hmm. X-Men homage. Okay. She's 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 combating them. She's trying to stop something from happening. Whatever. I, I saw, had, at that point, I had stopped paying attention to much of what was going on. <laughs> but it was an action scene, so I said, boom, this is what I'm here for. Let me pay attention. It would be a little bit negligent of me not to pay attention. Okay. They're speeding down. Randomly, there's three kids in the street playing soccer. Don't know how that happened. <laughs> I don't know how they didn't hear this yeah, coming down from miles though? away. Because mind you, they're in the desert at this point. Okay. So there's setting. nothing impeding the sound. Like you could hear this shit. There's a big military and she's like kicking them and causing their tires to screech. Can you imagine one of those trucks being forcibly moved during forward motion yeah, to laterally? Cause a fucking a huge of sound. There's no way that these kids should have ever been playing soccer. In the middle of the street, I'm sorry, but that per- that setup was a ridiculous to me. But anyway, it's it's like Diana's got to save him now. Diana's <laughs> got to save him now. So tell me why she looks at homeboy, gives him the nod. He fires an RPG from the back of a tank. She lassoes the fucking shit with the lasso of truth. Get out right. Rides now. the missile. Get out right now. <laughs> scoops them up. In 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 Spider Man web slinging fashion, breaks their neck with the whiplash for sure. Stop wilding, nigga. For sure, breaks She's their per- neck with the whiplash. Bro, I'm just like that was the most ridiculous plan ever. That's some anime shit for sure, for sure. That is an anime plan that was, through and through. That was so unnecessary. So there's that scene. Okay, so that's kind of cool. The old, no, it's like not. That. It was not. It was not. It was not. <laughs> <laughs> all right. oh, and then and so the opening scene was first of all 1984 and then I love I love the internet sometimes niggas took a screenshot of the opening scene and were like yo this arcade cab came out in 1985 <laughs> this arcade came out in 1986 and your fucking God. movie's called 1984 like internet, come on bro. the fucking internet so anyway there's this stupid shit where these guys are trying to steal something in a mall, in the middle of a mall, and then they're trying to escape through the crowded mall with the stolen items, and one of the guys gets gets cornered. He grabs some little girl and threatens to throw her off the edges. It's like, how does that get you out of your current situation? <laughs> like, I'm just, it was just such a stupid premise. 
Yeah, see, a real criminal would just grabbed her and tossed her over the edge. That way she has no choice but to choose the kid or you, and you escape while she's saving the kid. Oh, but clearly she was she was cleanly capable of catching every child. <laughs> he could have thrown every child off the balcony. She would have caught all of it them. still a better strategy and beat his ass. than taking a hostage. At least you would have been able to take like three or four but steps. But yeah, take the hostage, have out. a human shield, do something. You know what I mean? Like, But he just took her and like dangled her over the edge for no reason. Enter suit Wonder Woman. First of all, like her lasso swinging shit was off, like out of control. On, yeah, it was. She was, she it was, was riding the, the lightning top. with that. I saw the riding she lightning was riding, shit in the in the preview. She was, was riding like, lightning <laughs> with the lasso of truth. Get the fuck out of my face! <laughs> Who wrote this shit? Yo, that shit was so trash. Oh man, like that is like come on. But she's the daughter of Zeus, kind of. And then there's the then the, at some point she was able to like she she was in like a, a a side like she was in a jet plane but it wasn't a tandem con- cockpit they were sitting next to each other that's weird and she she's like and she somehow used her powers to make the the jet invisible and that was the origin of her invisible jet I guess it was trash does she know that we have radar now. Well, oh, it is 1984. No, when was radar? No, no, no. She mentions the radar. Oh, okay. She mentions the radar okay. prior to takeoff. And 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 still the the fucking and Mickey going invisible makes her drop off a radar, which I'm like, that's not <laughs> It's magic invis it's an invisibility cloak. Invisibility cloak. It's clearly the MacGuffin jet. And so <laughs> Guff Jet. Guff Jet go. Um <laughs> But it was just it was so uh, and then okay. So let me like go in now on like there's a shoehorned sto- love story where Diana makes a wish and I don't know how who thought who just explain to me what warrior goddess her first wish if she were to have anything in the world would be to have her old lover back any warrior goddess that I know of would have would have wished for the ultimate weapon I'm just saying, it just doesn't seem plausible that for some reason she gets a, a wish and her first and only thing that she thinks about is getting this guy back that she fell in love with way back when. And it's just... And- it's like, what's what's even less plausible is that this woman who comes from an all-woman society so, who yeah, even I'm- expresses to uh, Chris Pine's character in the first movie that they're pretty much lesbians, that she did not find anyone else in all this time that could replace steve trevor that's bro that feel like i find like that's a little bit more like fantastical that she was caught but up yeah. on this one person for that long after even meeting if she him wasn't for, like, love two yeah months. i just i just find it really one-dimensional that as a woman or the only thing that like i would have and not even that she should have wished for the ultimate weapon I mean, that, that was being me being hyperbolic to some degree but really i i just don't yeah that feels a little maybe maybe she I would have thought that she might have wished for you know the better the betterment of her home society you know what I mean the the the, the resurgence of the Amazons like I just can't like right something to benefit the mascara yeah like I just can't believe that that they portrayed her so one-dimensionally and selfishly I just I just did Diana didn't strike me as that kind of character and so it felt really shoehorned that that they brought him back and just to make him her love interest for this movie seems really bad. Um, Maxwell Lord was man. And I feel bad for Pascal because man, cause you know, he's, he's played by the same guy who played the Mandalorian mm-hmm. and 
boy, that role was just trash. <laughs> it was just trash. Don't feel bad. That check is nice. Oh, it's got to be. It's got to be. Dude, I want you to watch the movie so you can see how bad it is. Like, and he put I'll in a performance. Most he put in a performance. You know what I mean? And 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 not for nothing, it was just a shitty storyline. It's just a shitty storyline. It was it, like Kristen Wiig's character. Like they introduce her, and then she has this really weird, goofy lesbian energy to her. But <laughs> she's really like, and she falls instantly in love with Maxwell Lord's character. And it, and then like there is no development to that whatsoever. Like. She meets him. She falls in love with him. She gives him the magic stone. Boom. Movie movies on high rolling. It, it like they're just churning through plot lines now. And and then you know she turns into cheetah at some point. And God, it was just awful. Was the fight then, good at least? Oh no, because it was one of those dark nighttime ah, fights where you could barely see. And that was even on the big screen with it lightened up and everything. You could see it, but it was just like because it wasn't developed. You know to to be. You know, like a you know, like an Avengers scene or something of that nature, that caliber. That it just it was super lackluster. The whole armor, she somehow gets armor that was designed to keep the. Why does she need armor again, nigga? Because <laughs> they had to put golden wings on her for some <laughs> really? reason. It was that is ridiculous. That is like super bad to your strength. What is the armor gonna do, bro? And well, she not exactly super. Bad Cheetah was such a whack. A like Cersei would have been such a better character than Cheetah to, to to square her off against, just because Cheetah's character like it would just looked cheesy. Like that sucks. I was hoping the Cheetah fight was at least good. Mm-hmm. No, and it it. I don't know. I just didn't find it very much redeeming at that of that movie. And and once again, Carolina, I don't know if she, she she didn't like it either from what I understand. Like it was just a genuinely it was contrite. Like and and I don't know, a lot of people when I finally went online cuz obviously I did not look at the online comments before I uh before I went into this movie or else I would have been maybe a little bit more prepared for for its lacklusterness. But um, everybody was talking about it's supposed to it's heavily propagandized, and I don't know for what man. Because if that's propaganda, whatever whatever it's uh it's associating itself with, or whatever it's an allegory for, or whatever ideology it's trying to push, I sure as hell am not positive positively disposed to after that fucking <laughs> dumpster trash fucking fire that that was wonder woman 1984 and then don't get me wrong i liked the wonder woman character and i yeah. want them wonder to make woman is dope. i want them to make good movies or and i just just follow interesting storylines like there's tons of interesting storylines especially ones that are centered around mostly female characters like they can develop that like if you want to lean into it just lean into the politic or whatever or the identity uh uh politic or whatever just choose good storylines like there's good storylines out there to be had you know, I don't know why they chose this one, but I guess once again, it could be a byproduct of the fact that this one was designed to um yeah. to reach out to thirteen year old girls. Could, yeah, they could have made it for a younger audience, so they didn't need to be as airtight with all the, with the story. Yeah, it was definitely not an accurate representation of nineteen eighty four in the least. Like, <laughs> it looked like two thousand. Not of Wonder Woman either. It looked like twenty twenty dressed up like nineteen eighty four. Yeah, and, and it has the same disastrous effects uh, as 2020. Oh, no. Yeah, so that was really bad, man. I just... the And, and, and 
I'm not sure. Uh, good. Uh, what's her last name? Godot. The uh, Gal Gadot. Yeah. Yeah, Gal Gadot. She's capable of such a better performance than that. Really and truly, like, I I feel bad for her because I don't want her to get stigmatized with that. And I'm sh- and I'm not sure what else she's been in. I'm pretty sure she's got to be more prolific than Wonder Woman, but. Nah, I son. You'll be was, like mad harsh on people that I feel so bad for Wonder Woman. Fuck out of here. She said for life, son. It doesn't matter how good well, or no, bad as this an actress, movie is. As can, an actress. Yeah, right. I say that's exactly what I mean. I'm not yeah. just talking about the funds. It's it's like I, I think one movie doesn't tank an actor unless it is abysmal. Unless you lose the studio money. And a lot of money. And unless you're like the Jim Carrey type or the movie like rest I'm thinking on your of like shoulders, what happens. Like I haven't seen much of Brie Larson. Since Captain Marvel, and, and I don't know if that was received as well as they would have wanted it to. But you don't know that specifically because of Marvel. You, she could just be working on projects that aren't that aren't coming out yet that she can't speak on at the moment. Okay. NDAs are very real until the movie is no, no, no. in I, advertising. I, I, I don't doubt really that. Talk about it. But usually, like when you come off, I'm just looking at I, I what the history of it. I'm just saying that usually I don't, when I don't they come off of those movies, they don't go they don't go silent for multiple years like that. And I'm not saying that she can't be, but I don't think Brie Larson's been silent for multiple years. She, what else has she been in? Hang on, let me check because I don't Hang follow on. Brie Larson like that. Since um Avengers, but I haven't seen her in anything big named at least. Do you fuck with Brie Larson like that? But I mean, I read IMDb. I look, I look at the new movies. Uh, I mean, I don't have to fuck with Brie Larson. I generally keep abreast of what's what's coming out. But uh, yeah. Nah, I just I, I I would have expected to uh to see a little bit more of her. Um and I would hate to see Yal Godot also not be put forward as, as prevalently as you see. Like Scarlett Johansson. She was everywhere. She was on everything. She was you know what I mean? Like she parlayed that Scarlet that uh, that Black Widow role and then became very publicly facing. That's all I'm saying. Like so you're saying I'm, you're saying is you're you're just kind of sad that she can't get a bigger jump from this? Well, no, I just I I just don't know. I think that you have to you have to be well received in your role to for them to really put you out like that. And I will use those two as examples that I hope that uh, Gal Gadot doesn't go the way of Brie Larson and gets more of the Scarlett Johansson treatment. But she her role I don't know, man. That movie just wasn't as good. You know what I mean? Like I don't. That that movie wasn't. I don't think it's gonna give her that breakout the way that um. Not not that I still think you're looking at it a little bit too harshly. <laughs> I don't, the movie I don't, was I don't, bad. I mean, I what, what, what does the Metacritic say for I that feel one? You. Did the Metacritic say that's bad? <laughs> I mean, but again, like, how many actors do you know that are still working today that have made bad movies? Oh, tons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not the end of the world to make a bad movie. But I, I, mean, I didn't, that's I what didn't I'm say it is. I just no, said it's but not you're still be, being like super harsh on it. Like oh, I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Nothing. Yo, I don't know if she's gonna public, make it out of this one. The, the, listen, out of Wonder Woman. Listen, listen, Come on, listen. Son. I don't know about how politics go, but if you fub <laughs> a big movie like that, I ain't seen Ray. Also, you're also resting the entire movie on like Gal Gadot. So no, I'm not. But she's the public face. She's the one who everyone's gonna say like, well, the 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 performance. Everyone was don't cast hers. movies. And that's who matters. What matters is the yeah. casting directors and the people that are working hard. Yeah, and they consider like, mm, what is the public perception of this person? Do I think that they're gonna? Do I think that their public image is going to to aid or or hinder this this venture? It's something that they think about. 
I feel and you. I still just think you're being a little bit heavy. I'm That's not, all. Listen, That's all. all I'm saying is that I hope that it doesn't. How is it being too heavy if I'm saying, hey, I just hope that it doesn't too negatively impact her on that on that level? Because in my opinion, it was but it was the, a pretty. The poor reason why I say it's too heavy because you keep reinforcing the fact that oh, I don't know, it might not be as good for it, and I'm just saying like. There's a whole. What am what? I reinforcing? You keep on saying that. All I'm saying right, is never that mind, my never point mind. in that fine, is not the fine. same. It's, it's cool. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Fuck it. But yeah, nah. The DC universe has been hard to get a hit in. It's been difficult, and I was I was definitely <clears throat> had very high expectations for 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 what Wonder Woman was going to do. But and I hope that it didn't get hurt too much by the lack of a physical release because it was in very select theaters. It didn't get a very um yeah the, the full HBO shit was definitely better than the Wonder Woman. Re- oh wait, that's Wonder Woman one, Wonder Woman two. Let's look at this one. Yeah, nineteen eighty four. But yeah, if it, it it's got to well, see because HBO Max didn't charge anything extra, so how, I mean that's got to hurt the does, does that hurt? You think that that hurts like the the splits? That depends on the deals they had. I don't know what kind of deal they had. Yeah, I think that that's oh my god. What it did well? This one's even worse. It's four point five and fifty nine. What do you mean? Um, the previous Wonder Woman was a a six point something Metacritic, whereas this one is a four point five. Yeah. See, so I don't know. Is that a, a out of ten? Yeah, it's Ooh. lower than the previous one. Yeah. I mean, I, I as I said, I didn't enjoy it, but i'm sure that there's an audience for it but i i and i don't know if if it's being as i said negatively impacted because it didn't it had such a limited uh theatrical release everything that was negatively impacted by their theatrical release well they're definitely never going to make the kind of numbers they would have made last year that's a for sure nah that sucks man Ugh. yeah <laughs> but uh what's the next i don't even know what the next one uh movie on the dc slate is uh, the Batman with um, Robert Pattinson. Ooh, well, you know, Batman has been one of the few saving graces in the DC universe that I, until Ben Affleck Batman, like I like Christian Bale Batman a lot, and those three movies really I think were were a solid addition to the DC universe. But yeah, I like Ben Affleck's portrayal. I like Batman Ben Affleck as Batman. I just didn't like the characterization of that Batman at all. Mm. Well, Zack Snyder's image of Batman was very odd, from what I understand ridiculous but yeah good luck to those guys <clears throat> but yeah other than that not a whole lot's been going on i there was some interesting gaming news that i thought i wanted to to, to see if you had heard about did you see that um kfc has evidently uh designed a console uh, i would never have seen that ever if you hadn't told me bro Evidently, I don't know if this is just a really, really, really in-depth gag or what, but KFC has fabricated a bucket that can warm chicken, and on the bottom part is a pretty mid-level to low-end PC gaming rig. That seems like a colossal waste of time, but, you know. I, I just... It was so funny because I was I was watching a a, a video on it and in, they were attempting to take it as seriously as they could, but just the mechanics of it would are are terrible. Like it's it seems completely unsafe. Like it it touts that it uses the the uh the the cooling from the the passive cooling from 
the system to prevent any kind of hardware damage. I don't know. But uh, I get it. I get it. It's a scam for people who aren't smart enough to not buy computers from fucking KFC. Well, that, okay. Well, that right there is one of the key points. Like, if you're buying a computer from KFC, then you you have a special kind of fucked up. It's a clear scam. But it's either a scam against those people or the investors. Well, I thought it was a like I I feel like it's just a really really in depth joke. Like I just feel like the marketing team at the end of the year had so much extra because. That's of whatever reason. They would only do that if they were planning to drop something later on and they were planning to use this as building into that ad campaign. Oh, I don't know. I just can't imagine. Like, like you could look it up. The KFC console is is a thing thing. Like, Oh, I don't have to look that up to know it's stupid. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. A KFC console? <laughs> I just can't. Like, who wants to warm their chicken in their console? Uh, it just seems so impractical. It sounds like a bad April Fool's joke. That's that's what I... I thought it was just uh, a, a 2020 joke, you know, because every day is April Fool's in 2020. You know what I mean? Because the kind of shit that could randomly come across your feed, you never know what kind of dumb shit people are going to say. I don't know, man. For them to put this much time and effort into it says a lot, though. Whether it's a real console or not, that shit is crazy. Like, KFC has been been on a next-level marketing campaign. Um, they developed a, a dating sim with Curtle Sanders, an anime dating sim. That's pretty funny. I mean, that's they're hitting all their markets. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're desperate. I mean, they probably are desperate. Most people are moving to a more health-conscious lifestyle, so I imagine yeah. less and less people are looking at KFC like it's the the place to go for food. Oh, yeah. I mean, KFC only exists in food deserts. <laughs> you know, it only exists in places where getting nutritious food is just too expensive or, or too uh, unpermissive to actually go out and cook your own food. And that's, you know, that says a lot onto itself, but... I was just, I was floored. I was like, "There's got to be something going on with this." Like a console? No way. Like, I don't know. It looks interesting. I would never put. It would be fun to have as a novelty, but I would never put chicken in it. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't support KFC at all in any way, shape, or form. True. <laughs> so there's just a myriad of reasons as to why that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, KFC is absolutely not the the brand that I want to jump on the wagon for. But I, I thought that that was interesting, especially because I wonder if that is uh, a like a a marketing scheme that garners response. Like, does that get traction? You know, like is that is that something that we're going to start seeing other companies do? Which I, I I don't know what that media environment looks like when you know. Your merch includes a console PC or a PC console of some sort. There's a reason why <clears throat> you can only name like five, what, three or four prominent console makers right now. It's not an easy thing to do and they have a lock on the market. So there's no way in hell that KFC is going to break into that fucking market. Bro, when you look at, first of all, Soldier Boy's got a console. <laughs> I just shook it. I just shook it. <laughs> Actually, that's like yeah, a genius. Yeah, yeah. If he came out your with a console and named it the Soldier Boy, that eye roll. <laughs> if if he came out with a console and named it with the Soldier Boy, that would actually be pretty genius. No, but um, it, more seriously, um, when I went to to BlizzCon, and I think it was 2017, 
when when I went to BlizzCon, we got we sat it on some of the developer conferences, bro. You, just if you look at, because they had a, a a whole series of seminars around firmware to hardware to software and how you optimize from you know the console all the way uh through the software and that shit was absurd the kind of r&d that goes into that shit is next level (laughs) it's next level go ahead kfc you got hundreds of millions of dollars of research and and man hours man oh just the people to test this, the smart people you need to test that shit over and over again and figure out the minute little problems wrong with that code to get the shit to compile right. Which is why cross-platform games are so difficult to do a lot of times. Um, because you're doing that, every platform, you're pretty much doing that from the from the ground up. Um, with With, you know, you're basically only able to reuse visual assets, like all of the actual physics and all that stuff has to be reworked for whatever hardware you're on um so yeah yeah i obviously i don't expect much from from kfc in that way uh, which is why they went the pc route and not the genuine console like the kfc bucket uh, console you know what i mean nah it's just Fuck a pc it's like a it's like a fucking fancy arduino oh, there's just so many things wrong with that there's just so many things wrong with that why? So wait, you you, you wouldn't buy a, a laptop from KFC if they were offering a deal two for one? I wouldn't even buy a laptop. I only got this one because it came with my schooling. <laughs> nah, man. Um, fucking that 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 I thought was was a uh, a little bit interesting. But in other uh, video game news, man, CD Projekt Red is getting hit with lawsuits <laughs> in the multiples <laughs> they have four class action lawsuits right now um i think several two of there's pretty much two accounts that they're getting hit on each from a domestic and then from a foreign uh lawsuit and it's basically it, the shareholders are banding together to file these class action lawsuits um against CD Projekt Red for misleading them. Which, I it, it, it's hard to say for me. Um, based on some of the evidence that, that was, pre, that the, that preliminarily was put out, based on just what we know publicly about the, the investor's calls, CD Projekt Red didn't adequately, in the investor's calls, uh, display the readiness of their product, especially on the the, the consoles. Um, the PC version and on very high end software is a very playable experience, but still has a significant amount of bugs, um, of which you wouldn't expect f- uh, from a game that had so many delays and had, you know, I think I think uh, Cyberpunk's been in development since what twenty twelve. Yeah, it's been a while. 2012, eight years. You know what I mean? And and, and so it's not that's it, that's not exactly an acceptable state to release the game in. It is something that's eminently fixable, but it wasn't uh acceptable. Now, worse off is the PS4 and the uh Xbox um orig- uh, base model games. 
those those games were the textures that look that I saw coming off of them looked so bad. They looked worse than GTA 4 graphics. Now, GTA 4 graphics, that's what, PS2? PS, that's PS2, right? Uh, I don't remember. I didn't, didn't play too much of the GTA games. Yeah, GTA 4, I'm pretty sure, was PS2. And uh, they looked bad. You know, and then on top of that, frame rate drops to below 20 frames per second. That's too choppy and something that's a that's a action RPG. You're not gonna get good enough uh fluidity of gameplay to to accurately kill your enemies, especially if there's any semblance of difficulty. Like if it's if it's anything more difficult than 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 simple enemies, then yeah, you're gonna need a, a more smooth uh gameplay to 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 have any kind of fun. And so yeah, the PS4 base model and the Xbox base model. Uh, versions of CD Project CD Project Red's game were not ready for launch, and that's so. Anyway, based on that, the investors believe that they have a case to make that CD Project Red um, owes them for the massive amount of losses that are going to be uh, <laughs> incurred by the stifled progress of the game. Um, I don't know. I think that the environment was very was probably the the environment in which they chose to to maybe not fully let the investors know how far along develop they were in development was probably one in that was made pressure laden by the investors but nonetheless that doesn't exonerate them from having to be upfront with their investors. You got to be upfront with the investors. That's just, you are legally bound to be. Fuck whether you think that you should be, you're legally bound to be. And you knew that when you entered into the agreement as CD Projekt Red. And so it, it sucks because now there are, it is a clear different, like there are people who are responsible for this. Management and, and administration were the ones who, who, were responsible for this. And now the developers and the designers and the playtesters and everyone else who put in hard work and the talent, when I say the talent, I mean the, 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 the people who came in and did modeling and did recordings of all the sounds and developed all of the, the physical assets and all of that stuff. Now they're getting hit with this as if it was their choice to put out an incomplete project. Um, there was, uh, and not, not very much in CD Projekt Red's favor. There was um, there was a a, a developer uh, Q and A where one of the developers openly asked, "Why did management uh, misrepresent in gen- back in January how far along they were in development?" And there was, you know, they evaded the question. There was no real resolution to that, but it was very clear that there was a discrepancy between what the developers where the developers knew they were in their milestones and what management was selling to the investors in terms of progress on the game and not for nothing honestly you know and and i you know you hit the internet and resoundingly everyone will tell you i would have rather just waited the extra eight months and honestly I, you know i i i i think that the community would have responded very similarly or in with even more hype in eight months, especially if the game hit 
you know. And with how long it's been waiting anyway. Yeah, it's like, you know, the the the, gratif- the, gra- the gratification has been delayed, you know, and it's been delayed so long that the size of the delay doesn't matter anymore. As long as you let, as long as that gratification at the end is was worth the wait. And by releasing it in a subpar state the way they did, it was not satisfying for a significant portion of the player base. Because I, if I, I, it was a large portion of the of the sales came from those two consoles, and you know I think it was something like anywhere from three million to six million. I think it was six million at one point, and then after refunds, it went down to three million. Which, yeah, that hurts. <laughs> that hurts. You know I could understand why, but also. Fuck the and honestly, this is where I stand to be to be a hundred. Fuck the investors. You took you made an investment. You made a risky investment, and guess what? Regardless to whether they lied to you, nothing was going to change about this part. They did what they did. This was going to happen. You wanted it released at this date. They released it at this date. Yes, they should have been more forthright with the development of the game. But at no point were you guys going to come up with the decision of pushing the game back. It would have been on them too. And they came to the conclusion that they wanted to put the game out. And so guess what? doesn't matter how upfront they were with the investors. None of that's relevant. This was going to come out the way it was. They made risky. They made an investment with a certain amount of risk. A certain amount of amount of the risk was not assuaged, and they have to deal with that. And the worst part is, is that they made money. It's not like they actually lost physical money. They're suing them for profits that they won't gain into the future. <laughs> nah, I mean, that's that I, I that I don't support whatsoever. And so, just the the anti capitalist in me, um, ultimately, when it comes down to this, is going to tell, going to say, fuck the investors, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, because they got they got paid. It's not like we're, I'm saying fuck them, and then they're out and destitute and poor on the streets. Like, oh, what was them? They they invested all of this capital that they had, and they needed this investment to to make their rent. No, they made back their investment. They're bitching because they won't get even richer, even faster. I'm sorry, miss me with that shit. If you want to find CD Projekt Red, find them for lying to the investors and let that go to the government. But don't give the investors any fucking more money. They got their they got their pay. They got their pay and they're gonna get their pay in perp- they're getting more money. You know what I mean? That's the thing, is is like it's not as if this this fuck up caused the them to lose any actual money that was theirs in hand. So I don't believe that you can be recompensed for money that you were going to make. That that's not how recompensation works. But I don't know. That's just me. I don't, yeah, I obviously don't take very kindly to the to the business model at hand. So that is just me. But we'll go ahead and we'll wrap up on that. Um, I appreciate you guys joining me for this uh, this uh, movie review episode. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, go ahead and follow us on the social medias. You can follow me on uh, Instagram at at. Heron's Home Podcast and you can find me on Twitter at Karee underscore T and at Home Heron. And you can find me on Instagram at Rico underscore G And always remember, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it, so learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly will learn from. Have a great one, guys. Thanks for joining us. Peace. Take it easy. <laughs>